Hey, what's up, everybody? It's T Murph. Make sure you follow me on any and everything at T Murph and continue to support Michelle C on Candy Kisses TV. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses blown away. Candy Kisses. TV for tomorrow today. Yeah. Man, throw that auto tool on that bitch. Have me sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talon, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV. With my girl Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Yo, what's up? Bruh, man, from the fifth floor. In the ATL, chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, Kiss fam? It is your girl, Michelle C., the one and only back like I never left. And you know what we do each and every time about the same time. I got to threaten you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, mama, act like she done raised you right. And uh, I'm so serious about my subscriptions. I'm going to let my Aquarius sisters let you know how I really feel. I don't want to fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. Subscribe, like, comment. You know what you're supposed to do. So now I'm going to get into this good thing. We have another dope comedian, actor, writer. You may have seen him on the TV screen, Hulu, uh, Woke. He's been on Comedy Central. Listen, if Comedy and Chuckles is about to be there, guess who's going to be in the building? T Murph, give it up. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> what is going on? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Just, you know, in, in the house, relaxing a little bit, you know, sh shooting interviews. I, hey, let's let's do it. So, you know, I'm going to get in your business a little bit, right? Oh, it's popping. Just, just a little bit. It ain't going to be too bad. Too bad. Okay. So I'm going to get into it. First thing I always ask is what, did, when did you know that you wanted to be in the entertainment industry? Um, Well, I mean, I've been involved in entertainment since a young age. Uh, my mother was one of those people that had me going to, you know, auditions and doing all of the the kid uh, casting calls and everything. So I've been involved in that for a long time. But um, when it came to stand-up, I started that maybe in like 2010. And okay. um, it was just something that I decided to do randomly at an open mic. And, you know, 13 years later, here we are. Now, question, because a lot of uh, comedians I know, some of them been were dared to get on the stage. Were you dared or you just went? No, I wasn't dared, but I worked in a barbershop for a long time. So people kept telling me that I should... I should get on stage. They're like you missed your calling, so you need to to go and try stand up. And after okay. years of hearing that, I went and tried stand up. The barbershop is where all the jokes crack. Like that's just part of the culture. You have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because, like, I'm a, I'm a licensed makeup artist and cosmetologist. So, if you in the hair salon, you you got the barber over there. They over there roasting. We sitting there watching the kicking. So, yeah, yeah. Know exactly what you're talking about. All day, every day. Now, as a comedian, I know you have to be a, a dope writer. So, when did you know your pen game was strong? Um, When I started to um, deliver certain jokes and then I would see uh, similar takes on shows like SNL or... Um, you know, I, I was able to flip political humor and, you know, really be able to get people to laugh at, at, at whether I'm talking about Trump or Joe Biden or, you know, Barack Obama or Michelle, whoever it is at the time. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, I, she, I, I used to go in on her and it would be a, a strong liberal audience, but they were in there dying. So that's when I knew it was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good when it comes to these jokes, you know, to be able to flip something and get somebody that otherwise wouldn't laugh. At a particular right. book to, to be falling out of their chairs. Well, speaking of SNL, how was your experience when you did that? Um, so it was a good experience. I, um, my homeboy, Chris Red, shout out Chris Red, was a, a, a cast member on SNL. And he just reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to, to be in a sketch with Future and Lil Wayne. And I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. What do you mean? You know what I mean? So, you know, him, Sam J, who uh, wrote the sketch, another good friend of mine. Um, they all, you know, showed me love. So I got an opportunity to meet with Kenan, uh, shout out Pete Davidson, all the people with that. And they were all, they all showed me love. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's everybody that is traditionally a stand up comedian. Yeah. yeah. So Sam J, Chris Red, Pete, everybody does stand up. And then Kenan, he's, he's in, 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 involved in the stand up realm as well. Right. Well, you know what? They just had the Kenan Thompson experience, um, in Atlanta last week, matter of fact. And yeah. I went to support my fellow comedians and they was like, well, you want to go up? I was like, well, I'm not even in the competition. They was like, well, somebody missed the thing. So you're going up. Bet. When I tell you that it was so dope, killed it. I was just like, yeah, I should have signed up for this. I ain't know, but I'm glad I got here anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was really dope. But okay. Now, what is the most memorable moments you've had on stage? Because you've been doing this thing for a long time. Do you have any like standout moments that was just like, dang, that was dope? Um, well, honestly, I mean, of course, shoot my half hour special. That was amazing uh, to do that in front of 2000 people at the Orpheum in Los Angeles. Um, and then also um, having the opportunity to perform in front of Ken Peel. And that was at a university, Roosevelt University here in Chicago. And just from that performance, that was my first time actually being on TV. I didn't have any lines, you know, but they thought I was funny enough to put me on their show. And that was just, it, 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 was, it was a blessing to be able to actually, you know, get up in front of those guys. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. You never know. Look, I, my first reel came from a sketch, and I was just like, "Well, wait a minute," because you know I'm you know, like anybody that's in the writing and acting, and you eventually swerve over into the acting lane or whatever. But yeah, yeah I've got like 
like extra roles and just because they're looking for a certain look, I get more feature time. I ain't get no, you know, speaking role, but be like, oh, I saw you on Sisters. I was like, yeah, I ain't getting no Sisters check, but if <laughs> 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 I had as long as you like, yeah. I got a check, but it wasn't that kind of check, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but you just never know them little small opportunities lead to big shit, so that's, yeah, that's always dope. Yeah. And I know like Ken Peel, that they're stupid as hell, so I know you had a good time on set. Yeah, nah, they were some great guys, man. And I met Billy D. Williams. He was also in my sketch. So, you know, um, it was just it, it, it was a great experience. And it was it was a good uh, intro to what television realm was going to be like. So then with your platform, what do, what is your I guess your end game? What do you want to do with your platform? In all honesty, I mean, it's constantly changing. You know, before it was just like, man, I want to, you know, do the movies, do the TV, do that. And that's still a goal. But right now, you know, I'm looking at more so of just building up my own repertoire of, um, you know, production, whether it be um, shows that I'm creating, uh, whether it be stand up content that I'm putting out. Uh, but I want to build up a, a massive catalog of content that I own because, you know, the, the world is ever changing and it's turning into um, an industry where independent artists are really thriving. So that's that's kind of where my head is right now. I know. That's right. Listen, Kevin on stage is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony Baker, all them cats, man, they do anything. Man, if I could just take a little note out of his book, I don't listen. I'm I'm watching all these people that because I mean we all can do it. You just got to put your the work towards it. But most people yeah. are like I don't know if I could ever do that. Nigga, if you get out there and try. Yeah. <laughs> so, but moving on, who is your favorite entrepreneur? That's what I was trying to say. Hmm. Or someone that inspires you. It don't have to be, you know, someone famous. You know what's crazy is, and I don't know if I just have one because I I follow a lot of individual accounts uh, on social media uh, of people that I that I that I you know um, admire. Um, I don't I don't know I don't know if I just have I've never thought about that. That's a good question. Favorite entrepreneur. Hmm. Let's go with Russell Simmons. We'll give Russell Simmons the the head not on that one. Um, okay. Just because of what he did with Def Jam, um, yeah. you know, and, and and taking taking hip hop to a place that it that it had never even thought to be reached. Um, so you know, Russell is, is 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 one of the first. You know, regardless of how many people have come along and made more money than him, he's one of the first. And then also, I would say uh, Kanye. I'm a Kanye stan, and to start in music, yeah. uh, to start from producing to rapping to being a mogul. Like that's that's different, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, 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 I would give the head nod to those two. Yeah, Kanye is dope. I like I don't like his clothes, but overall his grind <laughs> is so. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, how you gonna charge niggas a thousand dollars for like homeless clothes? Like I don't understand. Listen, I mean they buying ripped jeans anyway, so I guess he was like, well, fuck it, put thousand dollars in that money, buy it. So. Yeah. Why not? I ain't never mad at the hustle. But okay, now one thing I know a lot of uh, comics, when they go through their favorite top five comedians or whatever, I don't notice a lot of women in there. Do you have a favorite female comedian? Uh, do I have a favorite? Um, hmm. I mean, if I'm going to be biased and, and, and just give out my favorite, it's probably it'll probably be a newer comic, and that's Just Niche. Um, just yeah. Niche is... is, is one of my favorite comics to watch. Um, she is one of the most emulated comics on the scene right now. Um, 
I see it often. Um, And, you know, that's no shade to comics because, I mean, when you are as influential as she is, people will start to take little pieces. And, you know, her material, it's not one-sided. You know, she has the entire room laughing. And that says a lot because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you have people who sit up there. I see the comments on social media. Women ain't funny. I don't find, I don't find female comedians funny or right. why, why you got to why you got to talk about sex or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, if, if a dude get on stage and he talk about his dick, don't nobody say nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like my thing about Niche is she just flat out funny. Like, I love Niche. Niche, Niche is a friend of the show. She yeah. is hilarious. And it's like, it's this effortless for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can put her on the show with anybody and she gonna hold on. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Niche, you know, and, and I know a lot of cats give you, you know, that's and this, that, that's cool and all, but I look at my class and I'm like, ain't nobody fucking her. Nobody. Yeah. Now, one thing I will say that I like, I, I hear that a lot, that oh, females ain't funny or whatever, but I'm like, you know, these days, just because I, I haven't been in the comedy field as far as on stage that long. I've been mm-hmm. in the scene probably about 12 years, but on stage for two and a half. Okay. But I noticed that, like, they always say women ain't funny. But 95% of the audience is women. So, yep. come on now. Like, we, we, we're we the reason comedy exists, if you want to be real about it. Because, what? Well, how many niggas you know? Let me go get a comedy ticket. No, you're going on a date with your girl, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so no, That's real. And I mean, that's, that's the thing. And it's like, if you're following a, a a strong comedian, right, a strong female comic on that stage, it's going to be hard. And yeah. it's, it's going to be hard because women can relate to women in a way that you can't as a man. And right. a lot of comics don't think about that. So it's like when you have the, 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 the female comics who go up there and kill, a lot of dudes be in the back like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm going to go up there. Because now it's like you, you got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. Like you said, the audience is going to be, it's going to be 80, 20. Yeah. Going to be 80, 20. So, and then, you know, what's funny. I know this men be like, and I can't speak for all men, but certain men will, you know, say, well, the women out here to see the men. I'm just like, it's, it's a handful of attractive male comedians. Come on now. So they're not really coming to see you be cute. You need to be funny, sir. <laughs> just saying. I ain't saying all the, the men comedians are ugly, but it's not many that's, that, you know, they, they like. <laughs> I ain't saying I'm fine, but I'm saying like, you know, come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, and 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 women do women do come to, to to comedy shows like that's that's an outing for women. Absolutely, like, dudes never get together and be like, man, bro, we finna go laugh. Like that's not some shit that dudes do. You exactly. know, it's like it has to be a specific type of comic for for men to want to go. Like if Corey Holcomb on tour, they gonna pop out. You know what I mean? Because Corey, Corey speaking to them. You know what I mean? He's speak, he's speaking a truth. Um, you know, so it's it, it, it's a it's a very specific demographic of male comedian that can bring out men that want to come see them do stand up. Um, you know, D. Ray got that type of humor. What niggas gonna pull up? You know what I mean? Um, so a, a lot of times, dudes just gotta understand, man. Women they come into comedy shows because they want to come to comedy shows. Right. It doesn't really matter who's there. They'll link up and say, girl, we want to go laugh. But, you know, when, as I said before, when a, when a funny woman gets on that stage, she's able to, to hit certain nerves that men can't. That part. Yeah. You know what I was thinking of when you said Corey Hogan? God rest uh, 
Kevin Samuels, but like think about if you did a show, if they had Kevin Samuels hosting and Corey Ed Line, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Come on now. They that listen. I look, I know like people don't like they point of view sometimes, women, mm-hmm. but I'm just like sometimes the truth is the truth, so it is what it is. Well, people don't like people don't like Corey Corey Hogan's point of view because honesty hurts. Yeah. That's yeah. the that's that's the problem. A, a, a lot of people there's a there's an issue with uh accountability. A big issue with accountability. So Corey's humor is made to make you be accountable. Okay. And it's like, and then which something that you got to understand, even with comedy, comedy is always going to be a little bit more embellished. But at the same time, that's truth in everything that people are saying. That's why it's funny, because everybody can relate to it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't, I don't like him. No, you don't like what he said. There's a right. difference. Uh, don't don't be in here exposing me. <laughs> that's what you want to exactly. say. What you really want to say? I'm telling my business. <laughs> yeah, now Corey, Corey is one of the most genuine individuals on and off that stage, um, and it's just man, it, hands down, one of my favorite comedians, like mm. ever. Like uh, I was listening to a podcast and it was Bill Burr. Um, was it Bill Burr? No, it was Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Okay. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, and they said that Corey Holcomb is their favorite comedian to watch. Mm. Okay. He's a favorite comedian to watch because the level of honesty that he has on stage, and right. they wish that they could be that honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can. Is this, are you willing to take that risk? Is the question. Mm-hmm. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. That's you know that's one question I like. Do you ever because with the climate of comedy today, do you ever feel a need to like uh, write a different way because of the climate in the comedy game now? No. Okay. Fucking people, I'm not. (laughs) My comedy's not for you. If that's the case, then I'm not doing jokes. Like I don't do jokes to appease the masses. Like that's not what I want. I don't want to be the agreeable comic. I've never wanted to be that person. I've never wanted to be the person where. I'm receiving more claps than laughs. You understand right. what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're not laughing, I'm not doing my job. So no, I, 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 I've never been that person. I never will be that person. Um, and like I said, I'm able to to, to to figure out ways to get my point across and, and talk about everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether I'm talking about you know politics or I'm talking about sexual preference or I'm talking about everyday life, just dealing with your kids. I'm going to talk my shit regardless. I know that's right. Yeah, I live by that creed. FTP is my fucking people. Like, cause you know, when I first started, I was just like, people like, are you nervous? They're not gonna laugh. Are you? Gonna... I don't really care. I'm not doing it for them. Like, I want them to enjoy what I'm saying, but if they don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, fair. So, well, we are slifting uh, gears real quick. I like to ask people like they hip hop, you know, stuff. So, who is your favorite rapper or singer, and why? My favorite rapper, uh, Kanye. Kanye is my favorite rapper. Um, um, it, it, when I was growing up, I was a Nas stan. Um, mm. Like I, I, I had I Am and you know Lost Tapes and Stillmatic and I, I, like I, I rock with Nas. Like I'm heavy on the Nas side, but Kanye, is, like when it comes to classic albums, it's just this man who put out so much, so yeah. much. 
I mean, from uh, college dropout to late registration, graduation, uh, my dark twisted fantasy, uh, 808s and heartbreaks. Like he just dropped classic after classic after classic after, and it just keeps going. Yeah. Um, I was down in Atlanta when he did the, the Donda listening. Um, okay. Uh, did you go? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then just see, like I'm watching, dude, I was sitting next to, uh, there was a couple DJs and I can't think of my man's damn name, but it was some rappers. Uh, and they were sitting there like, man, it better be, just better not be that gospel shit, man. You know what I mean? Ooh. And they, you know, they like, man, cause we, we, ain't, we ain't here for that. And he, that song that he got with Lil Baby on Donda Drop, and I saw them niggas, them niggas like, ooh! And I'm just like, yo, this dude, he, he's a fucking genius when it yeah. comes to it. And, you know, he's had, he's had some rough patches, but that don't take away from the music. That don't take away yeah. from the music at all. That music is, is it stands alone. Well, speaking of music, okay. So, favorite producer then? Uh, favorite producer. Ooh. But is he your favorite producer? I mean, because when I think about it, it's just like I don't really know many other producers. Like, I know some of their songs and shit. Like, uh, okay. what's, the, what's the one dude? Metro Boomin' once more. Like, I, I know oh, his yeah. song. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm not gonna say I call him my favorite. I would I would definitely say still Kanye, just based off the albums, the collect yeah. the collection of work, because most of the beats that he's rapping over are his beats. Um, you know, um uh, when I when I think about songs that he's done for other people, T.I., you know, um I'm doing my job. Like like those those songs are classics. So now I'm gonna tell you when I when I started really rocking hard with T.I. Is when he started uh when DJ Toon started producing him. That's mm -hmm. when I became a fan of TI. And then I went back and got all the collection. But that's yeah. DJ Toon. But you can't you honorable mention Timberland. Come on now. You can't skip over Timberland. Nah, I'm not I'm not really a Timbo guy. Like I, I like his yeah. songs, Dirty Suck. Uh-huh. Like I, I like I like, but his 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 beat pattern and stuff, it didn't really resonate with me like that. Okay. Uh, um, but like I say, I, I I like the samples, the samples, like taking those old songs. And so she says she wants some Marvin Gaye. Come on, like come on, that's you you come on. I mean, it's rude. Okay, right. You you be like you said like so this gonna be so this gonna be like nobody like nobody was doing that. Nobody. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey yo, what singer do? What singer do? Hey, cool. What singer do, cool? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do, say, same genre. Do, what? Do, 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 do. You got your family and they need you there. But I tried to resist being last on your list. But no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kanye, Kanye, that dude. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna say he's my favorite producer, but but he is that dude. Though. I ain't gonna lie. Mm -hmm. All right, so Nate, what's one challenge you had to face in the industry, and how did you overcome it? Um, have my beard. 
having my beard was, was, was one of the biggest challenges. Uh, it's hard to be uh, an employed actor, a black actor with a beard. Think about how many you actually know. How many bearded black actors do you know? Well, why is that though? Because a lot of times when they write the scripts, you know, um, some people feel like our beards may take away from on-screen presentation. Some people feel like, um, you know, this actor has this particular look, um, or I mean, this uh, this character should have this particular look, and they can't really jump outside of that box. Uh, you know, thank God the one of the executive producers on Woke was black. The creators were black, and they saw me, and it, they, my beard didn't run them off. Um, now they made me share, shave it down. For season one, it was short as hell. Season one, season okay. two, I was like, nah. <laughs> is the fear, like, is it, do they feel like it's aggressive or something? Like, what is the fear of his hair? Like, come on. You know, all honestly, I really don't know. I mean, because I see a lot of bearded white dudes everywhere. You know, on commercials, on TV, on TV shows, and movies. You know, you can be the the, 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 the shaggiest white dude on the planet. You're gonna stay employed. But when it comes to bearded black dudes, it's like, hey man, we need you to take it down. We need you to shave it. Are you willing to shave? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, so. Of all things, like you ain't even go, you ain't worried about my talent. You worry about my beard. Okay, that's what we doing. <laughs> we like, you know what? Next season, I'm dropping a beard oil. That, that so fuck y'all. That's what we gonna do. Matter of fact, you need to drop a beard oil if you ain't got one. People always ask me about that. Why not? It's extra income. No, I'll put it up there. Oh, you see beard oil after the show. Maybe I have uh, the beard oil I use premium as a, as a as a as a sponsor or something. Who knows? Listen, get the check. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur? Um, one have tough skin. You have to have tough skin in this industry. You're gonna hear way more no's than you'll ever hear yeses. Um, you know, and one yes though can change your life. Also, take things into your own hands. If you want to be a comedian, start putting out funny content on social media. Start, you know, producing your own comedy shows and and, and work because, in all honesty, one one video can change your life. One viral moment can 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 be the difference between you being at home and you selling tickets. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people get mad at that way, but that's the way of the world right now. If you're still trying to go out and perform at open mics in front of two and three people, well, do that. But you know, I can reach 1.3 million people at my house with a 30-second clip. So, you know, who going to sell the tickets? That part. <laughs> so, I do have a quick question because I know, like, if you've been in the game this long, everybody has a boo story. Do you have a boo story? A boo or, story? Or, like, a, a, a day where you bombed or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, yeah, I bombed uh, in 2010 when I first started. I was at a, a step show. I was at a step show and I was performing in front of 1,200 young, young adults, if you will. And um, I, I went up there with my little notepad and I had been doing comedy for about two and a half months. Okay. And I was trying to read them jokes off that notepad and them niggas started clapping me off the stage. So slow clap. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 that was the L I took in front of 1,200 people. Well, why are you reading that thing? What, you can't remember your jokes, or? I was new, so shit, hell no, I didn't remember the jokes. I was trying to figure out what I want to talk about. I was coming up with new jokes. I'm like, these probably work. <laughs> I'm just going to take this security blanket with me, and let's try this. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least it wasn't no boo. Because the clap off the stage, it's like, okay, cool. But, like, a boo? Oh, my God. Because mm -hmm. people be waiting to boo you. Like, it's almost like 
a tsunami of booze. It's, oh. Yeah. And the worst thing now, like I don't even think I can't say they don't boo because I've actually saw a very good seasoned comedian get booed, and they didn't. I, they didn't get booed because they were bad. They got booed because they didn't do any jokes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that ain't really a bomb. It's just like if you would have did your material, they wouldn't boo your ass. But yeah. um, but I feel like the silence is deadlier than the boo. Because mm-hmm. well, you got to be comfortable within silence. You know what I mean? So uh, mainstream ma- mainstream audiences will be quiet on you. Black audiences are going to let you know you're trash. Um, so, but there's also a different level of silence where it's like once you have their attention, they will be quiet and they'll let you get the setup out, work it out, get the punchline across and all that. So it's just like, what kind of silence is it at that point? Yeah, I think the first time I ever had a silence, it scared me, but I'm just like, whatever, I'm keep on going through the stuff. And I went through all my jokes or whatever, but it was one of them, like, you could see them chuckling, but they they weren't, it wasn't a black audience. So they were like, oh, God, what's up? It was just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I need more than that because I need to know these things work. You know what I'm saying? So then I get off the stage like, oh, you were amazing. Y'all just like, well, why didn't you give me that when I was up there? I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That shit, oh, that shit hurts my feel. I'll be like, bruh, if you're not going to laugh out loud, then go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we are moving on <laughs> to our first segment, which is kiss or diss. This is celebrity crushes. You decide who you kiss and who you diss. All right. We got Regina Hall or Holly Berry. Who you kiss and who you diss? Regina Hall. Okay. Okay. Next one. Taraji P. Henson or Lisa Ray. Who you kiss and who you diss? Taraji getting all these kisses. Oh, okay. Yeah. We find out. All like right. Chocolate women. You said what? I, said I like my brown skin chocolate women. Oh, okay, okay. Last one. Shirley from What's Happening or Mary McLeod Bethune. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Who? <laughs> Shirley from What's Happening or Mary McLeod Bethune. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? I don't know who Mary McLeod Bethune is. I'm gonna have to take Shirley. First of all, how you don't know this historian? You don't know Mary McLeod Bethune. if you don't get your goddamn history book out immediately. <laughs> what, who raised you? That's real. I don't know. All right. Well, we are moving on to DAQs. That stands for dumbass questions. All right. What was the worst job you ever had? Uh, worst job? Probably bread and chicken at uh, the spot called JR's Chicken. That was a job? Wow. Yeah, you oh, bread and chicken. Slapping mango fried up. It's cold as hell in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they got to keep it in them freezer lockers and shit. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. All right. If you could crip walk on anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? On anyone in my past? Mm hmm. Ooh. I don't know. You say anyone in my pastors or past? No, any, anyone in your past. Anybody that pissed you off in your past? Hmm. Oh, no. Mm, I think I don't want the everybody ass. I already hadn't been into it with. Oh, so you already fought the ass. <laughs> yeah, I already well, I didn't look there. I, I'm, I'm, I, I have, I have little man syndrome, so I, I'm, I'm the king of slapping the shit out of somebody. So yeah, I ain't really. All right. Well, we really got to be a beef. I, I handle my business. I mean, <laughs> look, I ain't waiting to crip while we. It's going down tonight, nigga. Mm-hmm. All right. What's one embarrassing moment from your childhood that you're willing to share? Uh, my mother used to have me tap dancing, um, so I, I walked around and I was dressed like the Peanut Man, <laughs> Mr. Peanut. Yep, I had a little cane, a top hat to the side, and tap dancing. I'm like a damn fool. 
She wake up at three o'clock. Hey, baby, come down here and do the thing. Nigga, nigga, still, nigga, still roast me for that shit to this day. Okay, well, but you in her entertainment business, so it paid off yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could create a lame superhero, what would their name be, and what would be their lame superpower? Uh, a lame superhero, uh, goofball man. Um, his 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 superpower would be a uh, weak ass roasting. A lot of them out there. <laughs> All right. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Let me see. Duct tape, a butcher knife, and a bungee cord. Okay, you going for the jugular. <laughs> Last one. What's one of the worst names you could give a barbershop? Uh, fuck ups. <laughs> All right. We are moving on to GMG. That stands for what grinds your gangster. Name one of your pet peeves. Um, pet peeves when people waste my time. I hate that so much. Like, I, I, am, I am adamant on that. Like, if you tell me you're going to do something, tell me to be somewhere, or or anything, just wasting my time. That, that shit is, don't, don't, don't. Because time is precious. You can't get it back. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our fan favorite, opera that thing out. Name, uh, not name. I'm sorry. Sing one of a song that you know at least one full verse to, and your best opera voice. It could be rap, R and B, nursery rhyme, whatever you got. Shit. Uh... Okay, I got you. <clears throat> twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. <laughs> Come on, hands! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why these people get opera. They always got to do the hands. They make they think that's to make the opera better. Uh, drop the head down. You gotta fuck them up with the head down. Okay, crescendo out. <laughs> All right, we are moving on. Last but not least, is our game sing a do. Now, sing and do is a family-friendly game, music game that all can play. And what you're doing is you're singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. We have hip-hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, old school TV themes, and party and dances. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a couple songs, and I'm going to let you guess them, and then I'm going to put the card in the camera, and you can do a song, and I'll try to guess them. Ready? First one is going to be R&B. Do, 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 do. Do 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 uh, I forgot the name of the damn song, but you know, but I'm right though. I know Roll I'm right. Out. <laughs> you, you, you're right. All right, last one. Um, this is hip hop. That's fifty cents. Um, uh uh What is it? Get your freak on, Miss Ellie. Uh. 
All right, so I will hold the cards up in the camera. Once you pick a song, let me know and I'll try to guess it. You got um, it? Uh, let me see. Yeah, I got one. Okay. Do, 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 All right, cool. All right. Do 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 you can if you want to. No, I ain't telling you, John. Okay. That's a white song. Yeah. That is how you play Sing and Do. If anybody's interested, you can get it at singadoo.com. We are celebrating three years doing it. So that is the game. And. Thank you so much for popping in, talking some shit with me. And second of all, if you got any merch, if you got some shows coming up, now's the time to go ahead and plug them, let them know where to find you. Look, you can find me on any and everything. Like I said, at T-Murph. Um, all of my shows will be linked in my bios on any of my social media platforms. Um, so, yeah, just 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 hit up the links and you'll see what cities I'm coming to soon. And uh, hopefully I'll see you all at the shows. Now, did you have a good time? I did. I had a good time. Okay, so that means you got to, you got to subscribe too. I got you. Okay, oh, this ain't, this ain't your interview. We get down over here. You hear me? What? <laughs> well, that has been our time. We will see you next time. We make sure you subscribe, like, comment. We're here every Monday, Thursday, and sometimes we have special episodes on Fridays. But make sure you subscribe. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo, what singer do? What singer do? Hey, cool. What singer do, cool? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do. Stay, same genre. Do. What? Do. Do, 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 do. You got your family and they need you there. But I try to resist being last on your list. But no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com.